You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel as written to us by Luke. It is written, Jesus said, that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that a change of heart for the forgiveness of sin would be preached in his name to the ends of the earth. Now you are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. Stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands, blessed them, and as he blessed them, he parted from them and was taken up to heaven. They did him homage and then returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Well, I asked Father Patrick if I could have this 4.30 Mass today. I'm so conceited, I want to watch myself on television tomorrow morning. If you turn on at 9 o'clock, Oprah will be interviewing me. And she, she is such a good interviewer, she really is. I don't know what parts they edited out and what parts stayed in, but I'm eager to find out. But interestingly enough, it, it at least lends itself to these readings today. She wanted to talk to me about my last book called The Universal Christ, where I try to help people understand, and I know it's shocking when you first hear it, that Christ and Jesus are not exactly the same. They became the same, and that's what ascension is all about, when Jesus fully becomes the eternal Christ and returns to his Father. But for 30-some years, he lived here as a full human being who looked just like us. And I believe his human mind had to struggle with faith just like you and I do. He walked the journey just like you and I do. He had to choose to believe that he was God's beloved son. And of course he was, but that was a journey of exploration and understanding, little by little. So I know we say we believe in Jesus Christ. We put those two words together, but really, There are two different names. The Christ existed, to use our contemporary language, from the moment of the Big Bang, the moment God decided to manifest the God-Self, to show the God-Self in visible form so our eyes could see material reality. That's the birth of the Christ. That's the first incarnation 
That's the Christ that existed from the beginning. And that's very clear in Scripture. Jesus only came around 2,000 years ago, which is a mere blip in geological time. And we can't believe that all of history was empty of God, which we now suspect is 13.6 billion years. If you doubt that, go visit the Grand Canyon. We've been here a lot longer, or the earth has been here a lot longer than 2,000 years. So whenever we have the material world revealing the Spirit of God, we have the Christ. And that Christ was available to every nationality, every race since the Stone Age. The Mayans, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Italians, the French, all those little nations you've never heard of. God could not have left them apart from God. He created them. He created all things. But we somehow settled for a very small notion of God, that God just started being interested a few thousand years ago. And again, 2,000, 3,000 years is a blip, a drop in the ocean of time. So we need a God that is at least as big as the world we now know of. And if God is any smaller than that, how can he possibly be God? So that's what Oprah wanted to talk about. She seemed to be excited. She had the book all marked up. And uh, it is worth getting excited about, if I dare say so myself. Because what it does is reframes our religion. That we're not a tribal religion. We're not a religion for a few white people in America. We're a religion for all human beings and even beyond human beings for everything that was ever created, including animals, including plants. We Franciscans called creation the first Bible. The first Bible existed from all eternity, well, from whenever God decided to create. The second Bible is a mere three to 4,000 years old. We have both. We have the first Bible, creation. But most of us weren't taught to take it very seriously. We just stepped on it. We polluted it. We poured pollutants into it. We spoiled it because it wasn't sacred. It didn't matter. Much of the human race has felt they could torture animals. Now we have to have a whole society to prevent cruelty to animals because most Christians even don't see animals as sacred. We whittled the sacredness of God down to Christians. And then it wasn't even all Christians. It was just Roman Catholics. And then it wasn't even all Roman Catholics. It was just you nice people who come to church on Sunday. It ended up God didn't love hardly anybody. Let's be honest. God became very impotent and empty in most people's eyes 
not a God worthy of the name. And let's again be honest. That's why most of the millennial and younger generation is not here in church. No offense, but most of us are pretty old. <laughs> Religion isn't interesting to people who've got modern science. Religion isn't interesting if, if the universe is bigger than God. But we were given a universal Christ, a Christ who existed from the beginning. And Ephesians says, we were chosen in Christ from the beginning. Go home, pick up your Bible, read the first chapter of Ephesians. Says it two or three times. We were chosen in Christ from the beginning. The problem was solved. We didn't need a later blood sacrifice to talk God into loving us. God always loved what God created. So I'm going to stop right there. If you want to go further with it, turn on Super Soul Sunday tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. And I hope we can lead you a little further. But I say this not to be clever, not to be unorthodox, not to sell books, but quite simply to give us a religion that we can again be not just proud of, but excited about. We are believers in both Jesus and Christ. We have a religion that is both personal and universal. And isn't it interesting that that's the very name we took you know, I hope, that the word Catholic means universal. But we weren't very universal. <laughs> we were pretty European, pretty identified with empire, with the colonists, with the upper class. So much of the world has lost interest in our message. We have been given a Christ who no one will lose interest in.